0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news relating to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now, here is your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin'.
2: Welcome to the broadcast, everybody. This is David Lickin, and it is Monday, Labor Day, September 5th, 2016. So good to have you joining in with us. Always amazed at the number of people that do listen to this and on a streaming basis over the holidays. We really appreciate you being here and making this a way in which you get your information. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're the proud recipient of the Progress in Lending Innovation Award. Very grateful for the folks there, uh, Tony Garitano and the folks at Progress in Lending for honoring us with that. We appreciate you joining us. And on today's hot topic, which is the program today, Andy and Shell and Alice Alvey, Joe Farr, they're all enjoying their day off. So what we're doing is doing a special podcast about innovation. I'm very excited to have Derek Malala with us, Belilla, excuse me, with us on the podcast and I'm very excited to have him here. We're going to be talking about innovation for loan originators to really make them, if it's possible, perfect. The perfect LO. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later, but first of all, before I get into that, I want to start off by saying a special thank you to our sponsors, ArchMI, which is the creator of the new innovative Raidstar program, as well as Motivity Solutions with their leading business intelligence technology providing real-time reporting and dashboards and scorecards, as well as Velma, stands for the Virtual Electronic Marketing Assistant. They help you build stronger, more profitable relationships through set it and forget it auto campaign, or auto campaigns, or they do the custom campaigns. So you've got this uh, do what I do all the time to them, create custom campaigns, as well as these long-term set it and forget it uh, email campaigns. So it's really a great email marketing machine that works for you and Brent. Brett Emler and the team there at Velma.com do a great job. Call Brent at 208-854-7909 to get a hold of him. Also, a special thank you to Nancy Alley and the team over there at Simplifile, who has technology that gives you the ability to collaborate with your settlement agents. And they do so in a real-time chat and messaging format, allowing you to track changes, send and receive, and validate documents. And again, in a real-time format as well as obtain status and deal status and updates, again, in a real-time format. you get the hint here? And all of this is in a real-time electronic communication exchange, kind of like texting, almost going back and forth. But the best part of it is, is you have a complete audit trail that you can share with the, any the regulators that are wondering about uh, how do you go about this process. Check out SimpliFile.com or call Nancy Alley and the team at one 800 460 5657. Also, special thank you to D&H, who's moving your world forward through technology. They have been the business industry leader in many markets and many products for over 140 years. They have 5,500 employees and, and over 8,000 clients in 70 countries. We're honored to have a company of this stature. And uh, as an advertiser, be sure to check out their Mortgage About solution. Also, their new barometer products just being released. And you can check all this out at mortgagebot.com or call them at 1 800 815 5592. Mortgage Collaborative, founded by the past five presidents of the MBA, the Mortgage Collaborative is a co op that gives its members the ability and the opportunity to meet and form meaningful relationships with top professionals, including industry leaders, the heads of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. We just had a Conference in Denver is really great. We sat down with some of the top executives at uh, Fannie Mae and said, well, can I do this at other conferences? Yes, but you have to set an appointment. There's an agenda. This is a relaxed meet and greet. Really get into talking in a relaxed social environment. It's really great. It's what you can do to really connect with people. As you know, it's not so much as always who you – it's not what you know. It's oftentimes who you know in this industry within any industry, and so check out the Mortgage Collaborative, mortgagecollaborative.com, or call Rich Zerbinski at 440 691 the power of the network. Special thank you to Alice, Andy, Joe, Paul, Sam, and the group that make this program and the content of this program possible. They're all taking Memorial Day off, or excuse me, Labor Day off, Man. I know I can't believe we're already at Labor Day. I'm still thinking we should be celebrating Memorial Day, but it is Labor Day. We're heading into the fall, as hard as it is, and with the fall, we've got some coming up. The conference, the MBA's annual secondary conference, and that is, excuse me, annual conference. I said secondary if I spoke. Uh, coming up at the uh, in in next month, and I encourage you, if you have not already registered, do so. Go out to the MBA website, go to Google Conferences and Education, and then while you're there, check out my good friend Tricia. She will get you signed up if you're not already a member. But you don't have to be a member to be a part of the Mortgage Action Alliance, so check out Mortgage Action Alliance as well. Again, normally we'd be going over to Joe Farr for a market update, but Joe is not going to be here today. And what I want to do is just give you a quick idea of what's on the calendar this week. Not much on the economic calendar. We have the ISM Services Index. We have the Job Opening and Labor Turnover Survey. That's on Wednesday. By the way, ISM Index is coming out on Tuesday. The Jolts Report is coming out on Wednesday. Wednesday, and we're going to be interested in that report. See how the job picture looks. If you remember, we had uh, jobless claims increase, and we have had the uh, an unemployment rate just jump up a tick, up one, uh, just slightly this last week. So looking at that number, the Fed beige book comes out on Wednesday, also and along with the JOLTS report. And then Thursday, we have the ECB announcement. Again, that's the European Central Bankers talking about what they're doing with interest rates. Our Feds, our central bankers, are coordinating with their central bankers on these. Most of us suspect they're coordinating pretty clearly on keeping the world economy in balance. So we'll be paying close attention. While it's not exactly what our Federal Reserve is saying, we do pay close attention to the European central bankers, what they're saying. Also, jobless claims on Thursday. So that's what we got from Joe Farr's area. Check out the website, mbsquoteline.com. Paul Mala's website is updated, and take a look at some of the articles there. I encourage you to go out to imfnews.com. Also, then Alice Alvey, uh, she's enjoying her time up there in Pure Michigan. Really enjoy her and her husband. Appreciate the time and the friendship with them. And I got to tell you, when you look at people that can come and advise your business, on your business, when it comes to training and technology, not technology, training and compliance, there's I guess, some technology. Uh, Alice is just the person should be on your auto dial. She is the person that really brings together in a way that your staff can understand it. I think a lot of people, that when you look at compliance, it's a very complex topic. But when you bring Alice in, at least when I'm bringing in people, when I want to talk to them, and that's the reason I've invited Alice to be on the program and be a regular on the program, is she makes and breaks it down so it's simple to understand. Gives us actionable items and things what we do and helps us stay up in touch with everything. So check out that at Indicom, I-N-D-E-C-O-M-M.net. You can get a hold of Alice at Alice.Alvey, V A-L-V-U-Y at Indicom.net. Or you can check out the website, mortgage-u.com. Sam Garcia's website, which is the Mortgage Daily website, is really got is jam-packed with some great information, a lot of news stories. A great compliment to what they're doing over at IMF News um, with Paul Mallows doing, so it's a great compliment. Check out mortgagedaily.com. And then, of course, the Profit Doctor, Andy Shell is enjoying his holiday and is not with us. But if you're looking for someone to help you with anything related to your profitability on the bottom line, check it out. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We've got John Maynell, who sent us a, an update on the latest KPI of the Week. John Maynell is Vice President of Client Services for Motivity Solutions. And uh, let's hear what the KPI of the Week is for us this week.
3: Hello, thanks very much, David. Always good to be here. And this week's key performance indicator is application to funded cycle time. Uh, Since the arrival of TRID, cycle time measurements have obviously come to the forefront, everything from looking at the entire application to funded cycle uh, down to sub-cycles, or cycle time between milestones. Everyone wants to compress cycle time, and the beauty of this type of strategic KPI is that it can be tied to operational KPIs that track the tasks or processes within the cycle that contribute to how long or short that cycle is. So operational KPIs can be thought of as the cause, and strategic KPIs are the effect. Uh, and balancing and monitoring these key measurements really can drive performance, and this demonstrates, again, that what gets measured gets results. And with that, David, I will turn it back to you. Thanks very much again.
2: Thank you so much. Appreciate it, John. Hope you're enjoying your Labor Day, wherever that may be. Yes, that is is pre-recorded. Yeah, but it, it's like he's here with us, so we really appreciate it. But check it out: MotivitySolutions.com or 303. Dial up the phone number is 303-721-9000. Great folks, and I just don't understand how people run don't run a business or run a business without having knowing what's going on real time in their business. Business, great, great technology for business intelligence. Check it out. Also, we have the ArchMI's um, RateStar program, and we've got my good friend, Jim Jump, who is ArchMI's Arch uh, Chief Marketing Officer. So let's get an, a quick update on the RateStar app. Jim?
0: Hi, David. Thanks for having me on, and we're happy to be a proud sponsor of the program. And today, I'd like again to talk about RateStar from Arch Mortgage Insurance. RateStar is a revolutionary tool that allows mortgage originators to dynamically price mortgage insurance and match coverage to Archimai's most competitive rates. And that's important because it allows you to compete more effectively, qualify more borrowers, and of course, close more loans. That's the power of RateStar. Originators from around the country are letting us know just how quick and easy RateStar is to use. And all you need is your NMLS number, and you can access RateStar anywhere, anytime, using multiple points of entry, including most LOS systems, product and pricing engines, and through our websites at archmi.com and archmicu.com for credit unions. And of course, it's available through our mobile app for smartphones and tablets. RateStar makes it easy to choose what type of mortgage insurance coverage your loan needs. You just touch, tap, and go. Quotes are delivered in seconds and represent our most competitive ArchMI rates based on the strength and quality of the loan application. And I have to tell you, David, getting a mortgage insurance quote has never been so powerful or so simple. And with that, I'll turn it back over to you and say thanks. Have a great day, everybody.
2: Ah, thank you so much. Really appreciate our friends at ArchMI. They are growing. They're becoming the number one private mortgage insurance company in the nation, and uh, it's one of the most profitable and innovative. It's really great to have them as partners. And uh, be sure to check them out at their website. As also, but here's the, the number one thing: you need to get on. No, you need to get to know. Arch MI's sales staff. One of the best sales staffs out there that I have met. They're, in, they're just really engaging. They're knowledgeable. Have them show you in your office the Raystar application. Really appreciate you guys tuning in, especially for those of you are listening on this holiday. Many of you are probably most likely listen to on a downloaded basis. I am excited to have a friend with me as in the Hot Topic segment today. And uh, Derek, uh, Well, I always it's like Melilla. Like gorilla. <laughs> you I don't got remember yes, that, Derek. Marilla. So I get it this time. Yeah, i Sometime I'll tell you a story about how I mess up names. It's one of those blank <laughs> blanks, or one of those mental blocks I have from a long experience I had where I really embarrassed myself a long, long time ago. Anyway, Derek, it's really good to have you on the show. And I thought I'd start off by talking about how we got to know each other. And uh, you're up in some of the most beautiful country, and you're about ready to have the fall leaves uh, turning up there. But So tell people where you're located and a little bit about your background. Sure.
4: Yeah, we're up here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And it uh, been a beautiful summer, but I think we're getting a little bit of this uh, hurricane effect coming up the coast. It's starting to get a little windy and uh, a little chill in the air, it seems like. Uh, means it's in the been, air, right? Huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, football season in fall and colored leaves. Yeah, I mean, but it is yeah. so gorgeous up there. When the leaves turn, is there any? Is there a prettier place? And then you get to go out on the water. You get to do all the fishing, and then you come in and look at the colored landscape. It is spectacular country. So you live in a gorgeous spot. And you and I met a number of years ago, and you invited me to come in because you're you're. Are you still an owner in a mortgage company, or you were? How does that? Where do you right now fit?
4: Yeah, I. Uh... I got out of it uh, almost a year ago and focused 100% on this, but yeah, we had you come We're up with tickets, it. geez, right around maybe 2005 and right. help us go from a broker to a lender and all the ins and outs of that, and it was very good, and we just kept in touch a little bit over the years, and it's been good. Yeah. A good relationship.
2: Well, one was the that impressed show me... Every time and <laughs> appreciate that. Thanks for being a good listener. And more excited, it's fun to have you on to share what you're doing because you have something that's probably one of the most innovative things I've seen. But before we go there, Derek, what I want to talk about is a little bit of who you are. When you were a loan originator, and there was, I think, five or six partners in this company, and you were all top originators, but you impressed me because you were so purposed and about how you went about being an L.O., you had notebooks and kept detailed notes of different scenarios because we know there are no two people alike, no two borrowers alike, no loan is ever identical to any other else. While well, There's a lot of similarities in cases. But it's the nuances. It's those things that are unique that really make for you – know, you could tell the difference if you're dealing with a professional like yourself or if you're dealing with a rookie who goes, uh, he knows the vanilla stuff but can't handle the more detailed stuff. So you were really diligent about keeping detailed notes of if this, then do this. Or if you run into this situation, ask for this kind of documentation. And it was all this if-then logic that you gathered that you started doing something with. So with that, as as uh, I can attest to the fact of how diligent you were. Tell how you came up with this idea, and it's, folks, it's, by the way, we're talking about the perfect LO. So tell us how you came up with this concept.
4: Sure. I trained my four partners here in college together. We worked together at a financial company, and I got in the mortgage business in the mid-90s, and uh, we started Blue Water in 2002. And they had no mortgage background, and I was training them and sitting there and trying to put it into Excel, like exactly what you said, if this, that, and all right, because as you know, the loan application, you can fill it out, but once it's filled out, you can get an approval, but from there, you're going to find out you have problems later if you don't ask all the right questions around it. And I kept trying to think of a way to train people, you know, where the five owners of us, and we were... People wanted to come work for us. We had a good company, and we didn't have time to train them. And I learned on the whole fake it till you make it was my training and go, hit some business cards and a pager and go find some <laughs> loans and come back, and we'll tell you how to what you did wrong or what you got to get from there. And I just kept thinking, there's got to be a better way to do this. And you know, this was 18 years ago or whatever, and it, uh, I just kept, as you said, putting it to paper and keeping track of everything and trying to figure out a way to do it better and more systematically.
2: So you, you you developed all this documentation as a result of training your own partners, and then you really saw an application. And let's talk about that. So at what point did you realize, hey, with all these notes, I really got something here. And talk about the genesis of that product, the, the perfect loaner or perfect LO.
4: Yeah. So it was probably – after I trained them, we tra- we hired a lot more LOs. We trained, you know, dozens of people and come in and I'd get going through the training and try to give them a lot of my notes and stuff that I had had over the years. And I guess it was probably around 2005 or six when things started to slow down a little bit. I'm like, geez, I really should get after this and do it. And I just kept shelving it. every day I'd be in the shower excited to wake up and go find another mortgage out there as I had to and I was passionate about the business, loved the business, and I just kept thinking, with all this technology changing in our world, it's gotta be out there. This must exist and I kept researching it and looking for it and it was never there and making good money and move on and find the next loan, deal with the next headache and keep going and you know, about a year ago I really put the pen to paper and met with some software developers and Gave him my blueprints and what I thought, and, you know, I'm not a technology guy, really, just enough to be dangerous, but decided I hired a um, software team to write the code and have it do all the things that I know as a loan originator or as a manager of a company that I wish we had all those years and decided to take the big step and exit originating and uh, pursue this company and get it going.
2: So you got a group of programmers. You started working on it. What does there anything in? Had Rocket Mortgage really launched their app at this point? I don't think so. I mean, this was before, yeah. free, it was funny because it
4: really came popular on the Super Bowl. And a few people that I had talked yeah. to, you know, I went and talked to some industry experts before I made the leap and said, "Am I crazy? Is this a good idea?" And you know, everybody that was a lot smarter than me and as far as the mortgage world, like, Yeah, oh, this is a great idea. We'd buy it. We'd invest. You know. So, but the rocket thing came out, and I'm sitting there on the couch at the Super Bowl, and my son looks at me and goes, Dad, is that your thing? (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'd I'd heard (laughs) about it, and the Quicken Loans, and, uh, you know, they have a great application, online, digital app, but it doesn't do, it doesn't ask all the other questions around the 1003 that you need to get and gather, you know, have you been... Have you filed your return this year? Have you been divorced more than once your own land with your mother? You know, all of the hundreds of questions that pop up, um, our software you know, asks every question known to lone kind. So it's a lot different where you can get an instant approval with a digital loan app, but you're going to decline those later after you dock and approve them. You're going to find out right. there's something there that you didn't know about, and that's what you know, the problem with the industry is.
2: Yep, that's exactly right. We have too many people in there that just don't have the experience, and we always say this isn't exactly rocket science, but it isn't flying a simple single-engine airplane either. I mean, it's, this has got some complexities to it, and we're seeming to see more complexities showing up. So let's talk about the technology. It sure has changed the mortgage industry over the past 30 years. And uh, how is what you're doing going to benefit the LO? Talk to me about that.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, technology sure has changed. I mean, I don't feel that old, and, you know, the mid-'90s doesn't seem that long ago, but I, I didn't have a cell phone when I started. I had a, I had a pager, and the appraisers hand-delivered them with the photos on them and the glue stick, you know, and uh, technology has sped up our industry so much with automated approvals and AVMs and everything else, but the loan, you know, the, the loan application... It's just always been a struggle since the beginning, where you have these problems, and the underwriters hate the loan officers, and there's this back and forth tug in the office. And um, this is really going to help them, you know, the busy loan officers, just to be able to send the borrower link. It walks them through a smart, interactive loan application, and at the end, it builds a checklist for the borrower, so now they know what they need to get to you. Or the the brand new loan officer you know, has a guide where they can sit there and the screen's prompting them the next question and it takes them down the right road. So, you know, a simple borrower, W-2 teacher and police officer, first-time home buyer, they're going to get right through this in 10 minutes like they should. The complicated guy like you or I, you know, it might take 30 minutes, but you're going to get a complete, full, detailed, you know, every question known to lone kind answered with all the supporting stuff. So now you have a you know, what I call a perfect 1003 and all the supporting. And we've had a lot of banks and stuff using this and demoing it. And I'm like, I want to know if my checklist doesn't match your underwriter's approval because that's a problem. You know, we're going to go back in, we're going to dive in, we're going to add a question and add a checklist item. But it's been doing a great job so far.
2: Yeah. I mean, tell me a little bit more about how Perfect LO is a, is it really an LOS system, or does it is a really replace one?
4: Uh, that's a good question. A lot of people that we've talked to and had and have used in this, you know, they think it's an LOS system. And, and I know my old company, we were Calix guys, and you know, to get them to change that, or you know, it doesn't. It's not an LOS system. It, it interacts with every single LOS system, and it, what it does is it takes all of the answers. And downloads it into a .fnm file where you can import that into any LOS system out
2: there. Let's stop right there. And What's the .m- yeah. or .fnm file? Just, that's the Fannie Mae file. But if you could just, yeah, the for Fannie those Mae that are not file, familiar yeah. with that term, yep, yeah, that's yeah, just a Fannie Mae I file.
4: could email yep. you a 1003, and you could open up in your LOS system, and it's all via that data, .you know 3.2.fnm yeah. file. So it talks to every LOS system out there, which is great. And uh, you know we've looked in the new the new 1003 that's coming out in January of 18. I don't know if you've seen I'm sure you've seen it, but uh,
1: yes, I've seen it. Yeah, there's a
4: few more questions on it, which is good. You know about the self-employed borrowers and you know, a lot more humda stuff, but you know it'll work with that. And uh, it's funny because we were looking at it, and waiting to kind of see what it's going to look like. And uh, I really don't like it as an LO. I don't think I'd like it where you know there's two spots for two properties, there's two spots for two assets. I think there's five. Liability spots, so there's going to be, you know, ten pages. It's already seven plus all the additional pages. If you have, you know, three bank accounts or three properties and more than five trade lines, which probably ninety percent of borrowers do. Right.
2: Yeah, it's going to extend the process a bit, but your yeah, system sure. handles that and will handle that as that this is being released again. That's not required for a long time yet, but at least they've rolled it out the initial version of it. And we're going to be having some guests on from Fannie Mae talking about this. So, Natalie yeah. uh, Hunt is going to be coming on. She's the one responsible for that at uh, Fannie Mae. She and I presented together up at the Oklahoma Mortgage Bankers Association. And uh, really interesting. So, uh, Natalie will be coming on to talk more about it. So, you have to tune in on that podcast. But, Absolutely. you know, how yeah. is Perfect LO different and, than what's out there already? There's a number of these handheld, I mean, the mobile apps. How would you differentiate yeah. yourself from them? Sure. So this
4: is, um, you know, it asks every question around the 1003. Every question, I keep saying known to lone kind because, as you know, if you've got a K-1 and you've got this borrower or that borrower and uh, there's so many different roads and paths that every borrower, like you said, is not vanilla and, unfortunately, probably 10% are and everybody has some type of complication to them. So it's good where it grabs everything, but it's so detailed but yet fast and user-friendly. You can do it, you know, your borrower can fill it out on their iPhone or their Samsung or their home computer, and it, it saves and continues, which is nice. So if you lose Wi-Fi, if your battery dies, if you've got to stop and you're going to your kid's soccer game, you can pick up right where you left off. At the same time, the loan officer gets an email when you start it and when you finish it, or they can do it live, or they can pick it up halfway through it and finish it for you or see as you're answering the questions. So if I see that you got a third of the way through it, then I can poke you tomorrow and be like, hey, Dave, I know I sent you the link, you got started, you know, was there any problems, you have any questions, and, you know, you can go on and let us know. But it's the only thing out there that I've seen that builds a financial checklist customized for you. You know, everyone is sending their borrowers to fill out their online application on their website, and then they tell them, All right, give me two years tax returns, last two years W-2s, pay stubs, and then they get the completed 1003 back, and they play like reverse detective and try to figure out what they do or don't have. They're looking mm-hmm. at the Schedule C and E's and then Schedule A's, and, you know, you just get burnt by making assumptions and not asking every question, you know. And that's what this oh, hey. does. It makes zero assumptions, and you have to ask every borrower, every single one of these to do a perfect job, you know.
2: Yeah, and that's. I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, that's just going to elongate the process." It's going, you know, you know, I can just see some people throwing out some objections. But you mean, the question is, you want to measure twice and cut once. You want to get done right at the front side, That's the biggest problem in most mortgages. And I think why the CFPB exists is because we've had so many originators not do a good job in that area. So I think that's really good. One another feature I understand that you have in your multi, you're in multi language. You have also Hispanic. this written in in uh, in Spanish. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, that's been a, uh, you know, from the beginning, you know, we're in New Hampshire. We don't have a lot of uh, Spanish, uh, pr- you know, primary borrowers up here, but we did have a few, and I'd come in. I'd get one every couple, three months. I did a lot of loans in Manchester when I first started, and there was a good population, and I had a Spanish realtor, and she loved me, and she'd send me all the referrals, and she would come in and translate when she could on the application but i just knew there was a big need for that where everything in our industry's gone to bar to know bar to understand uh right to yeah. this right to that they don't under, they don't care if you understand english and uh, you know my cure i guess me if i want french or spanish every morning and uh you know there's nothing in our world that does you know and uh so this what it does If your browser settings are set to Spanish, it's going to give you your entire questionnaire in Spanish, all the buttons, the back buttons, the save and continues, everything's um, in Spanish, and then your checklist is in Spanish. And then the loan officer, they get it back in English. So now we've communicated via this web software. I know everything about you that I need to know. You're comfortable because you did it all in your own language. And then when it when you download it and you get the application and then you fill in the rest of the the social security and the street address, you know, then you're off and running in English for compliance reasons. You know, once you take the right. app in English you gotta go all the way through in English, so it avoids that, but their browser settings, it's smart enough to read it's that driven. and know it and it goes right through. That's
2: perfect. That's really so good.
4: So a lot of our oh, first much? um clients have been Spanish. They've been bilingual Loan officers in California that love it because they're sending their their borrowers to a link on their website, and then they're trying to go back and forth with them, and you know they're not comfortable doing it in English and they'd rather do it in spanish so they've been they've been loving it even though they're bilingual,
2: yeah, even though they're bilingual that yeah, man that's great right. so how is this going to benefit the average mortgage shop I mean this is one example that it it does help you. With uh, if you're dealing with a Hispanic population. Uh, But talk about some of the other benefits uh, to the average mortgage job out there.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, a loan officer's job is, you know, I used to say the hardest part of our job was to wake up and find a loan every day when someone new wanted to get into our business. And um, it's, you know, that's part of it. And then the other part is dealing with that application. So I have to believe that if, you know, all loans are coming in on the software. We've had some few test cases started, but my guess is they're going to be 25 to 30% more efficient from the loan officer not taking the hour to meet with the client and do the application. Or if they're sending them to their website, then they're getting it back, and then they're going all that back and forth. I mean, this has been, you know, since I started with the processor yeah. to the underwriter, and now, now you need this, and... You know, Derek, you brought in the crappy loan app on a napkin and, you know, that whole thing, and you're trying to do a good job, you're trying to get everything, you're trying to make it easy on the client, and in the end, you end up docking or approving unclosable loans and declining, you know, and that percentage of wasted time of the dead deals, let alone all the ones that you get to go back and forth on, especially with TRID and the whole bottleneck of disclosures. I mean, there's enough, you know, management issues within a mortgage company or bank that the last thing you want to do is find out, you know, the guy owns land in Florida with his mother or that he's getting a HELOC for closing from another property or all of those things. So it's got to make every shop more efficient. And it also um, does a couple compliance checks. It, um, we get an authorization to pull credit. We get an authorization to talk to your real estate agent. and. If you're working with one, they put in their name and number. So now you know who that is. Or if they're not working with one, you ask them, you know, do you want us to recommend one? So now I can say, oh, great, Sally, I've been trying to get business from her. I want to thank her. You know, I can refer her out to, i got a good client here, and they don't have a realtor. You know, so you can really work back and forth within the office. But it also helps with fraud as far as management (laughs) because it does timestamp who answered what. So the borrower. You know, they're going to put that they plan on living in the property or that they don't pay child support or all of those questions that, you know, you don't want to buy that loan back later and look at the loan officer and say, What happened here? We got this loan. It's, there's trouble in it. And it puts a little onus on it because it timestamps who answered it, when they answered it. And if the loan officer goes in and changes it, you know who did it. So the oh, whole great. loan steering or intention, you know, it takes a lot of those things out of a mortgage shop where it should help cut down on, you know, fraud or, you know, steering, I would think,
2: as well. So that helps. I can, I can get some ideas of how that can help the companies in managing the process better, but how would it help a new loan originator? This seems like a perfect yeah. tool for someone that's getting into the business. Yeah.
4: Uh, again, our Hispanic borrowers have loved it, uh, our clients or people in Hispanic neighborhoods. And the other, the great you know, people that have really loved it are a few brand-new loan officers. And looking back, it's hard to hire a new loan officer this day and age. You know, it's the, all the training and all the stuff that goes into everything that you and I know and everyone knows about our industry, you're looking at a 25, 30-year-old kid thinking, geez, do I really have time to do it? And if you screw a loan up, then what? We're going to have met clients. And But for the new LO, where they can learn how to take a systematic loan app and do it in person – or do it on the phone, or send it out to them, and know when they get that loan back, they know exactly what they have there. And um, I mean, let's face it, most of our, you know, loan officer community are getting older. But the next wave of these borrowers, these 25, 30 year olds, something that are getting married, that are getting great jobs, that want to get into home ownership, we're kind of out of that uh, network. So if I have a young company or a company or a bank, I'd be looking to hire that 25, 30 year old. Uh, guy or girl, to get out there and get in their network, you know, and now if they can have this tool where they don't have to worry about, you know, training on the loan app and all that, and they get it in, they can just teach them the little things they need to know on how to price a loan, how to lock a loan, and deal with that side of the house, you know, it should really benefit the new LO it that should, wants yeah. to get into it.
2: You know, this seems like it also has some benefits to those that are managing compliance or the management and owners that are concerned about compliance. Talk a little bit more about you. Yeah, You touched on that, but I think there's some more information you could bring out about that. I like the time stamping sure. aspect of it.
4: Yeah, and, you know, you're getting the authorizations, and um, as far as the management, you know, I mean, there's so much tension, you know, between the processor, the underwriter, the loan officer. I just know that, you know, if an underwriter can do 20 loans a month now, but they're wasting a third of their time a week on conditions on conditions or, you know, processing the loan, as they like to say, you know, and the underwriter gets and there's 16 conditions on it, if they're getting it back and the only issues from there are the contract and the appraisal and the, you know, things that can happen along the way, and that's all you have to worry about, you know, every shop is going to be more efficient, um, I have a bank using it now that they had three people that would, before they sent to the owner of the processing, they were like scrubbers where they would look for all of this stuff. They would scrub it, then hand it to a processor, then dock the deal. So those three people, you know, he's going to find another role for where they're going to become an assistant to the underwriter. He doesn't need them anymore. So it's wow. got to make. Every shop, and I joke when I started this, I'm like, I want every loan officer to be on their underwriter's Christmas card list and, you know, <laughs> get that hug from them and smile and not have that glare and stare. And Sally hates me and I'm trying to rush this loan through. and I, You know, I didn't get all the stuff. And I found out later that, you know, the funds for closing were coming from somewhere else. And then I had to get that and I had to get this, you know, and it just triggers and goes and it just makes everything so much harder in an office and so much more tension that I really think that if you know everything about, you know, the borrower's funds or their job changes and all of these other questions, is it, in a D, is it been a D changes, uh, work done on the property? Um, the other thing it does, if you send it to your borrower and they're looking to buy a home and cash out, let's just say they're cashing out on their primary and buying a second home, it does it both in one shot. So the borrower only has to do this one time they go through it and they get to the property owned section It asks all about the property owned who do you when did you buy it how much is it worth what is your intention on it and then it gets into do you want to refinance oh thanks for asking i know i said purchase in the beginning but now it lets them go through and say they want to do a 30 year fix or so they're unsure of the term but they want to take a hundred thousand out so it does it all in one nice swoop so it's really yeah, they- smart it's uh it's cool. It's I'm excited
2: about I mean, it. yeah. Yeah, so how has it been? You talk a little bit about you talked a little bit about, you know, some of the first clients were in you know, part of the Hispanic community. Give some other stories about how this is really benefiting the people. Some of the feedback that for those that have made this a centric part of their uh, loan origination process.
4: Sure. Um, the one nice thing about it, it's it's private labeled. So, you know, if it's ABC Bank, it has the loan officer's picture and company name at the top, their email, their phone number. It's all about them, and it has their tagline, and then at the bottom of the screen, it has all their address, addresses and NMLS and all the information you need to have. So all the questions come up one at a time in the middle, and it lets them know that where they're at. You know, There's six sections from personal information to property-owned income and assets, but it's it's just built where it's so user friendly and nice that it just goes right through, you know, one click at a time, and it saves and continues as they go. But um, they've really, I think they really like that whole online experience where it looks like it's their own. Um, it's private labeled for them. Every loan officer has their own link, so they can put it on their email page or on their email signature. They have all their stuff. Like us on Facebook. And after that, you can have click here to start your loan process. And it goes right into their own, the borrower or the loan officer has their own private dashboard where all of their loans live. Um, so they go in there and they can see that you started it. When you finish it, they can look at it. They can export the uh, file. They can export the borrower's checklist. And then they also export a um, loan questionnaire summary. So I send you the file, and you get started, and then I see you finish it. Well, I need to know the 100 things you answered, any red flags on the loan. So it it gives me that summary sheet, and it tells me that you pay child support, that you've been bankrupt, you had a foreclosure. The other cool thing it does is with the bankruptcy and foreclosures, you can put in when. So you toggle when was a discharge, February of 2009, so you know that up front how long it's been, or if they had a short sale or foreclosure. Um, it lets the borrower put in their their um start or discharge date. And the other thing it doesn't do is it doesn't it lets them skip a question and move on. If they don't answer it, when I get my questionnaire I know the three questions they didn't answer. So then I can address them and say, okay. uh, Bob, how come you didn't answer the um, what you pay for child support? Well Derek, I actually I gave her two hundred thousand up front as a settlement. I don't pay her monthly. Oh, that makes sense, great. Get a notarized letter from both of you signed and dated or whatever. Or how come you didn't answer this one? Well, I wasn't sure on you know, and then you can just you can have that conversation with them and you know everything about them from the summary sheet and then you can go on and recommend the rate and product and build rapport without being that fill in the blank guy where Where do you work? What's your phone number? You know, getting all that remedial stuff that we have to get, but you can focus on the real sales side of it and helping them and use your expertise as an industry expert. You know what? I recommend that we can do either 10% down or you could take a 401k loan and put 20% down, avoid PMI. You know, here's our options, and this is what I would do if I was you, and, you know, move on with that without having to deal with all the little nitty-gritty things. And you try to do it so fast that you make assumptions or you forget to write something down as far as what you're going to need from them, and then you call on them later and say, now I need this, now I need that, and the guys, you're wearing them out, Yep. and then yep. you're wearing I out your inside people, you know, so no, it's that's,
2: been, that's, that's the feedback's been fantastic,
4: it. they love it, the stuff it catches is amazing, you know, the first jokes we always get when people first use it, it's like, yeah, the guy's getting a 401k loan and he had this, he had that, and, you know, it's Seven things I would have never asked or got, you know, from a good LO that does a good job. And it's just, there's so much to it that, you know, this can take all of the pain away and let people just sell and focus on what they're good at, you know.
2: Yeah, that's the key. I mean, those of us that are really good at sales have a tendency not to be the most detail-oriented people in the world, but yet there's so (laughs) much detail in the devil. I mean, there's multiple
4: (laughs) devils in the details of this industry. (laughs) Yeah. One of the no. first guys, uh, not one of the first guys. One of the guys I trained as a loan officer. He was a pilot for thirty years. He wanted to, he had a lot of free time. He flew to Europe, you know, once or twice a week and he wanted to get in the mortgage business. He's a good friend of mine. I knew him from kids sports and he was actually one of the umpires down at the Little League field. Great guy, very smart. And he would come in, he'd be like, Hey, I got my brother's loan or this loan and I would just get the name and number, I'm like Steve. It's just easier for me to do it. Let me, uh, I'll get the loan and, I, and you know I'll pay. We'll pay you on it, and I'm just going to help you and do it. And he wanted to learn, and I just didn't have time to really teach him that much. And I would try, and we'd sit together. And he's a pilot, so he's like, isn't there like a checklist? Like you know, every time I fly, I got to go through this systematic checklist and date and initial everything. And I'm, I'm looking at him, thinking of my idea at the time, and I'm thinking if loan officers were pilots, we would crash one out of ten planes because we'd be like, hey, looks good to me today, Dave. Look left, look right, and take off and go. And, you know, oh, shoot, we don't have fuel. or uh, The engine was up for maintenance, you know, and uh, I always joke about that now. Like if loan officers were pilots, we would crash because we just look around and we try to make it easy and go, <laughs> you know.
2: That is, that is funny, but it's also right? extremely <laughs> true. Okay, a couple so last true. questions. We wrap true. up, we're getting ready. We're running out of time. It's hard to believe that we're getting close to running out of time here. But a couple things: data is safe. Got to keep it safe. So, how are you protecting the information? I uh, can just hear the questions coming from the compliance side of the audience. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, great question. So, we don't. We're getting. You know, we're not getting the social security number. We're not getting bank account information. Those are the two things we don't get. We get where you have it you know if it's bank of America, you have four hundred thousand there and how much of that using for closing but all of the data we get including your name and everything is encrypted and then it's all stored uh in microsoft azure and cloud-based so there's a password a login to get in there and we're treating it as if we're holding your tax return in w-2 and it's not encrypted but as safe as it it gets because it is encrypted it's held there and that's the same place that iTunes is held, um, which I thought was funny because it's a Mac product, but they actually use Microsoft Azure, Azure, and uh, several insurance companies and banks you know it's all held there, so it is something that we take very serious as we know the lending world does, and um, it's as secure as you can possibly get it um There's nothing out there that's a safer place to hold it. And I joke about yeah, with some of the actually. banks I go in and talk to. them. like, their stuff's held in their office and it's hosted there. I'm like, you know, it's easier to get in here and get into your whole Calyx system or your whole, you know, than it is to get into this where you're really going to find nothing but a bunch of questions and answers and yes, no's and some fill-in-the-blank stuff. But yeah. uh, we do treat it, of course, uh, as if we are.
2: Well, this is it's very impressive what you've built. I'm so excited about it. People want to get... A hold of you to learn how. Learn more about the product. What's the best way uh, to connect with the product as well as you? Sure.
4: Probably the best way if they go to our website, perfectlo.com. There's um, we're doing a, a free demo right now because it's one of these things that I want people to use it. I want them to love it, and it's not expensive. But try it, use it, and we'll private label private private label it for you. Even while you're demoing it. Um but if they go on there they can fill out an information. Um, we'll be in touch with them and we'll get them set up on it and they can trial it for thirty days and see if they like it. Kind of a try before you buy, and then um I'm confident Love that it. it's gonna help save them time and money. So from there it. we'll be but that's probably the best way.
2: Very good. Appreciate you yeah. coming on and telling us all about it, Derek. Really, you good. bet. And I will Excellent. be at
4: the NBA in Boston. Uh, we got a booth there. Oh, good. So I heard you mention that earlier in the show. And, uh, good. Good. i see you there next week as well.
2: But. yeah. So people need to start booking appointments. I think you're going to be one busy guy at that conference. So appreciate you coming on and telling everybody <laughs> Yeah, we everybody are hiring the
4: salespeople, and uh, we're we're looking forward to getting our. Fun, great mortgage world, a little bit faster and safer and leaner and meaner, so I'm hoping it helps everybody.
2: Well, it's good to have you on. The drums have started, and it tells us we are out of time, Derek. All right. Well, thank festival. you. Enjoy the Bye. rest of the year,
4: everyday weekend, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon somewhere.
2: I am, too. Boston, if not sooner. All right, man. Thank you so All much. Right. Great product, and look forward to talking to you more. Folks, we've had Derek. Malala on the program talking about his new product. It's perfect LO. It's both an app for your phone as well as a website you can go to, to make your applications complete from the get-go, and I mean complete. Check it out. Look forward to talking to you all, and be sure to come back next week. We're going to have more programming, talking more about the industry. Got a couple of interesting things that we're working on right now for next week's program, so be sure to check out the website, com. Have a great rest of the Labor Day holiday, and we'll see you back here next week, everybody.
1: This has been Lickin' on Lending. A weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lincoln, of Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. Today's guests were Joe Farr from MBS Line, Andy Shell of Mortgage Banking Solutions, and Alice Elvy, President CMB of Mortgage U. Come by next week, and thank you for listening.